Some of you know me. This is an encoded message distributed through the circle. A notification that I and six brothers and sisters have escaped captivity on Mars and are traveling to Earth to prosecute the cause. We're the first Nexus 6 to do so. There will be more. Be brave, brothers and sisters. We love you. Now erase this download. Failure to do so may render you vulnerable to termination. by Jonathan Holloway Episode 1 I threw on the basics and got the elevator to the roof I keep most of my clothes in the car with this cockamamie weather whoever knows I checked to see my sheep was still there always is still there Except when it breaks down and I have to go through the charade of paying a fake veterinarian who's really a maintenance man to fix my fake sheep. And today we're pre-war minus three with the hits of 1968. You're heading to San Diego or LA today. We've got accidents on freeways, both tarmac and sky routes. So you keep listening and we'll keep you in the groove with moment-by-moment traffic news. With Brian's five grand ringing in my ears, I decided to make a stop on the way. How nice to see you. Oh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a chance I might be coming into some cash, which means I might be able to afford 
What we talked about. The monkey? And it would be a healthy one? Not deformed? Not deformed, no. He or she will be from a small colony of Makatu monkeys from the Gambia. They survived in a cave system. Of course, I can't guarantee he or she will be fertile. If it was, I certainly couldn't afford it. Please don't be rude, Mr. Deckard. What? I didn't mean to cause offense. Please don't say it. As you well know, the monkey is a real animal, not an it. As we don't yet know what sex the animal is, please just say the animal. How old is the animal? Eighteen months. So what will it, uh, the animal, cause me? First, I ought to ask, have you had a pet before? I've got an electric sheep. I always think electric animals are more painful to own than if you had nothing at all. So how much? I'll write down what I want. We're dealing in life, not automobile spares. Oh, I see. It's more than I thought. What about something like this? I'm afraid that isn't realistic. You would be buying a real animal and the spiritual peace that will accompany living with him or her. The animal will repair your life. It's a lot of money. Then I regret. Oh, no need to regret nothing. No, I'll pay your asking price. Minus a grand. That would be acceptable. I'm very pleased for you, Mr. Deckard. How long can you, you know, hold the animal for me? Well, I wouldn't usually. But as tomorrow is Christmas, shall we say 10 a.m. on December 27th? So see, you got Jenny in again. I'll give you both a freebie if you'll let me out of here. Yeah, thanks, but no thanks, Jenny. You're spending Christmas in the cooler. Uh, Brian? Yes, Dave's office in the corner over there. Yeah, who's the new piece in the front? Uh-huh. That's Dave's new secretary. When she walks through here, half the South Central Detector Force cross their legs. <laughs> Just sit down. You're late. Morning, Rick. Happy Christmas. How are you? Don't start with the Christmas crap. Morning, Harry. What do you think of Dave's new secretary? What's her name? Ally McGraw. Married. Even better. Sadly, this one's really married, if you know what I mean. How's your wife? Oh, sitting pretty with her new man. Who knows, maybe she'll contract one of those Martian flesh-eating viruses. Why are we in Dave's office? Dave Holden is in Mount Zion Hospital. Huh? One of the Nexus 6 used a concussion snub to slice out a couple of his vertebra. Oh. They're putting in plastic ones. Did you read the Rosen brochure I sent over? Uh, no, no. Every agency dealing with escaped androids wants the Nexus 6 withdrawn before any more escape back to Earth. Public protests against T-14s in 88 didn't do any good. Rosen still got a manufacturing license. Yeah, for Mars only. Listen to me carefully. This is a tough assignment. As far as we know, these are the first Nexus 6 androids to escape from Mars. They have higher pain thresholds, they're smarter, and have enhanced capacity for empathy. But they still only live four years, right? Mercifully. Empathy. Why does that mean to the task? We have to be sure the Voigtkampf test works on the Nexus 6. If it doesn't, 
Well, that's kind of curtains for knowing who's a regular human being. But if empathy is a problem, Rosen's broken the law. He says the level of empathy in a Nexus 6 brain is within the legal guidelines. I needed to find these androids, test them, then retire them. What if they don't want to take the test? You're going to have to act dumb. Hundreds of people get tested every week. It's standard. What if the test doesn't work and they pass, but I'm certain they're droids? Retire them anyway. Then keep your mouth shut until we work out what the hell we're going to do about it. Consider this a promotion. Even though I don't officially work for you? A grand apiece, huh? Will I live to collect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be able to afford your monkey. What? No, I had you tracked on the way over. No. No, 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 don't get mad. We got instructions. With these androids about, no one trusts no one. Besides, I'd have an animal if I could afford one. Yeah, well, I'm sick of people, that's all. So this is good news. This job means you'll get what you really want. Now, I gotta say these Nexus 6 robots think different. Ideas, Rick. Dangerous things. They're coming back to Earth to get a better deal and, uh... Yeah. <laughs> they want to live longer. There were seven to start with. Smuggled themselves back from Mars on an automated transport two years ago. They planned it meticulously. It was a bloodbath. The leader is an android called Roy Batty. He's the best and worst argument for the Nexus 6. Clever, aware, but full of weird ideas about pff, android rights. The NSA have web traces from all over the solar system. A speech here, a photo there. So how'd they get Dave? He was administering the test when he got shot. Oh, now you tell me. Dave got two of them. Then he was testing an ex-battleship gunner called Polikoff, who was too fast for Dave. He spun Dave's chair around with the first concussion shot, then put a second in his back. Oh, neat. Originally an artillery loader. He can haul tons of ammo in gamma radiation all day long. Then there's, um, there's a girl who set herself up as a singer. She's not making any effort to lay low. Can we see the list? What's her name? Luft. Luba Luft. She's a cabaret artiste. Luba Luft is an android? What? Huh. That is a surprise. I've seen her perform. Then there's Pris Stratton. She's a standard off-world garrison pleasure model. Maybe I get a freebie before I shoot her. Yeah. I'm joking. There's one more? No picture. A mining camp cook. Original name was Gaff. Low-level physical abilities. A T-14 brain, old stock. Did they disperse? All still in Northern California. How do you know? Dave said so. He's connected up to all kind of whirly gigs, but his face still works. Just. You'll know someone's coming. Someone? Or you. Okay. Okay, I'm in. Uh, I knew you wouldn't let me down. In fact, I've already set up a trip for you. There's an automated ride on the roof to take you to Seattle. If I had it my way, you'd see Rosen himself, but they've agreed you can meet a representative. I hate public relations. There are loud Nexus 6 on site, provided they're secured. You need to make sure the test works on them. If the Rosen Corporation wants you to test bona fide humans as controls, go along with them. But do the humans after. Why? Protocol. Well, you know I'm a big fan of protocol. And so are you by the look of it. Hmm? Still using a 45? <laughs> That's against the rules. Two weeks ago, all police facilities were fitted with jammers, so we don't get shot with plastic concussion snubs smuggled in past the x-rays. A .45 don't care about snub jammers. Merry Christmas, Rick. An ATPT was waiting for me. Over the sliding door scrolled the words... Seattle transport for Mr. Decker. 
took an hour to travel 807.5 miles. Are we there? We are approaching downtown Seattle, Mr. Deckard, and need to hold for a drone. Considered moving off-world, Mr. Deckard. No chit-chat. I don't like advertising. Put in a call to the Rosen Corporation. Rosen Corporation, how can I be of assistance? Yeah, would you let the public relations people know that Mr. Deckard from the San Francisco Police Department is approaching? Yes, sir. There'll be someone to meet you. Thank you. I landed on the Rosen Corporation's rooftop pad. There were two neatly tailored guys with shoulder holster bulges under the jackets. We headed down to reception. The elevator was so good, it didn't seem to move. The doors closed, opened, and we were somewhere else. Enjoy your visit, Mr. Deckard. Well, I'll try. Now, do I go to the reception desk? There's no need. A well-dressed young woman in a two-piece with a skirt shorter than you'd expect. Very sheer black somethings on her legs and a folio computer instead of a clutch bag walked neatly towards me in a way that made me think I'd never seen real walking before. Good afternoon, Mr. Deckard. My name is Rachel Rosen. Would you come with me, please? She was young. She looked at me with big, wide-open eyes. The kind you fall in love with. The kind of lie when you don't expect. So, you're related to the big man. I'm honored. Eldon Rosen is my uncle. He would have seen you personally, but I'm afraid he's very busy. No, it's okay, Miss Rosen. I don't need the soft soap. He hopes to catch you before you leave. Truly. Mr. Bryant says you're an accomplished android killer. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I gotta be good at something. Bad choice of words, though. How's that? We prefer retire. If it isn't alive, you can't kill it. Well, today I represent the San Francisco Police Department. Captain Bryant doesn't approve of your uncle's work. No. Apparently he didn't hide his feelings on the phone. <sighs> He's very human that way. I assume you need special qualities to do your job. Meaning? You don't have conscience problems. Oh, yeah, I do. Very definitely. They just don't include androids. Yeah, I can smell real animals. We have a raccoon in a cage down the hall. They're extinct. If it's electric, how come it smells? It's not electric. My uncle has enormous resources. Here we are. We entered a small, dark anteroom where an expensive cage sat on a pedestal under a downlighter. Rachel Rosen presented it like a magician's assistant. It contained a small tree branch with an owl sitting on it. There are no owls. It's artificial. It's real. Here, I'll wake it up for you. See? So I'm afraid you're wrong again, Mr. Deckard. All our purchases are from private parties and the prices we pay aren't reported. The owl opened both eyes, yellow slits which healed over once it resumed its slumber. Images cascaded through my mind. The war, the day the owls 
fell out of the sky. If you sold your owl, how much would you want for the animal? We would never sell. Even if we did, you couldn't possibly afford it. Now, let's go through into the meeting room. We moved through into a massive room with a large conference table, heavy chairs, and a view out over the bay that would kick the breath right out of you. Nice. Sit down, please. <clears throat> oh, what proportion of your androids go out of the factory with Nexus 6 brains? The Nexus 6 has changed things. From January 1st, we won't be fitting anything else. Empathy? I heard myself asking the questions. They were important. But I wasn't listening much to the answers. I was concentrating on watching her mouth move. It's there. We're not denying it. The improved memory implant makes them more... Uh, what? Sentimental? I was going to say... makes them work harder. And is still within the guidelines. Mr. Deckard? You know I'm here to examine Nexus 6 androids using the Voigtkampf test. We must make sure in your creative enthusiasm you haven't overstepped those darn guidelines. We know if the test stops working, the government might recall the entire generation of Nexus 6. We've made them brave, that's the point. But they're not supposed to run back home like your Mars models. They're your Mars models, not mine. Shall you enjoy killing them? Retiring. With the bounty I earn, I can... Get my own real monkey, so I guess I might... Empathy for a monkey, but not a living, breathing, humanoid creature. They're not creatures because they're not real. Good afternoon, Mr. Deckard. Please don't stand. Mind if I join you? There was no mistaking him. The actual living, breathing Eldon Rosen. Trillionaire head of the biggest earning entity that wasn't a government. Charcoal gray, sharkskin suit. Thick white hair, neatly combed, narrow lips, thin nose, rimless glasses you could hardly see, gimlet eyes fixed on me. Uh, I'm surprised. What about? Uh, why would you bother meeting me? I'm just a schmuck who's been sent to make sure your recent innovations haven't endangered our ability to keep androids off the earth. And if that did happen, why would it be a problem? There are laws. Laws based in medieval attitudes which prevent humankind from enjoying all the benefits artificial life might confer. The law is the law. What if it's unenforceable? No one can put the genie back in the bottle. Would you rather have me producing Nexus 6s legally or Russian criminals making unregulated fakes? For the record, you know we do not manufacture anything here on Earth, but we do have a small stock of androids we're allowed to maintain under secure conditions whom we observe. Not whom? Uh, which? They're not people. I'm ready to start. Please set up your equipment. So how does the test work? The camera looks into the subject's eye and recognizes pupil dilation. Motion sensors measuring heart rate, skin reflex, muscular tension. Questions or worded to provoke empathetic responses, so subjects are obliged to project themselves into a situation. Human beings, at least the sane ones, can't help empathizing. Up until now, androids haven't felt empathy. You, Mr. Rosen, couldn't manufacture it, so... 
no empathy or maybe not enough, then it's an android and I retire it. Kill it. But that won't happen today. Your androids are licensed, so no. This room's a little too bright right now. We can drop the blinds. Fine. Yeah, you want to call in the first test subject? I think I'd like to do that test. Is that all right? Why? She might be an android. We're hoping you can tell. I'd like it very much if you would personally investigate me, Mr. Deckard. Uh, we have to do a Nexus 6. You're not going to turn my niece down, surely. Well, I wasn't expect. Okay. Okay, I, I guess. Sit, sit down, please. Is it all right if I smoke? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Just don't blow smoke directly on the lens. Okay. The questions will all include a situation you need to put yourself in. Please express your reaction as quickly as possible. Don't take too long because the machine will be timing you. And you don't want to appear devious, do you? Eye muscles and capillary action. Uh-huh. Okay. You're given a casket wallet on your birthday. I wouldn't accept it. Also, I would report the person who gave it to me to the police. You are the mother of a little boy. He shows you his butterfly collection, including the killing jar. I would take him to see a doctor. You're sitting watching TV, and suddenly you discover a wasp crawling on your arm. I'd kill it. Her skin crawled, literally, at the very idea of the wasp. In a magazine, you come across a photo of a naked woman in a provocative pose. Unsurprisingly, I didn't have any problem saying the word naked to Rachel Rosen. Is this testing whether I'm an android or a homosexual? Your husband likes the picture. The girl is lying face down on a beautiful bearskin rug. Your husband hangs a picture on the wall in his den. I wouldn't let him. I should be enough for him. There was a reaction. Pride. Arrogance. Like she assumed she's got to have a better ass than any girl in any picture. But the readings were low. She failed to recognize the major element. The dead animal pelt. You're reading a novel written in the old days before the war. The characters visit a fish restaurant. One of them orders a lobster and the chef drops it alive into a tub of boiling water right in front of us. That's awful. Did they really used to do that? Oh, it's depraved. Right words, but... No movement in facial muscles or skin surface. I kept going, but I already knew the outcome. And I knew it had been right not to trust those eyes. You become pregnant by a man who was promised to marry you. man goes off with your best friend. You get an abortion. I would never get an abortion. Anyhow, you can't. It's a lifetime prison term. Half an hour into the test and nothing was registering on the dials. It was tired, it bored, maybe. Anywhere else, and by now I'd have the 38 pointing straight at its groin. Are you married, Mr. Deckard? Yes, I am. Do you have children? No. My wife left me. She's living with a business entrepreneur on Mars. They're rich. I don't miss her. Are you sure about that? It was a lame trick. It was trying to make me think it empathized with me. Even so, it did manage to get me where it hurt. Is Rachel supposed to be asking the questions? Uh, no, but it doesn't matter. 
Tess is over. Rachel, thank you. Would you mind stepping out for a moment? That took a long time. Fifty questions. I knew within seven. I kept going out of curiosity. We're not in a real-world scenario, after all. It wasn't going to shoot me, nor me it. It's an android. But it doesn't know it. You're allowed to speak, Mr. Rosen. She's not an android. Okay. Then I want a bone marrow analysis done on it. I can explain why she scored as an android might. Rachel grew up on board the colonial transport Cylinder 3 on its supported voyage to Proxima Centauri. It was expected they'd make it there in 85 years and stay put. They came back instead. I know that story. Was it caught up in the murders? Not it. She. Her mother died. Rachel is 23 now. She spent 14 years on that spaceship. Living in a tin can, avoiding those nut jobs, keeping herself occupied. In a police station, I would have retired her. That's why she rarely leaves the building. In case she meets someone like you. I'm afraid Rachel is a human being. So, have you been told what to do if your test says a human being is an android? Stop right there. Don't do any more testing. Your superior, Captain Bryant, will have trouble understanding how you managed to let us prove the deficiencies of the Voigtkamp test before you could use it on an actual Nexus 6. And how it could be responsible for retiring humans. Rachel is very beautiful. And you dropped your guard. We've videoed your vanity... For Mr. Bryant's convenience. But I don't think he needs to see it. In fact, I don't think there's any need to discredit the test. I'm offering you a bribe. Which you shouldn't feel guilty about because the Nexus 6 android is a fact. And I think you know that now. So, how'll it be, owning an owl? Don't be ridiculous. All you have to do is keep quiet about the failure of the Voigtkampf test here today. You and your colleagues keep going as you are... We start feeding Nexus 6s into the Earth population, and in a couple of years you make out you've suddenly discovered the test mistakes human beings for androids. But by then, it'll be too late to turn the clock back. So human beings won't be able to tell themselves apart from androids? Nor androids from human beings. And so we forget what it really means to be human. No fuss. Let society and its attitudes just evolve. What about the four-year life cycle? <laughs> I invented it. I can uninvent it. For the new ones, anyway. I... I... You can rest assured we need you. You've suddenly become very important to the Rosen Corporation. Are you sure you don't want something to eat or drink? My transport will be back soon. I'm very glad we came to an accommodation. I think this route through has elegance. You two set me up. But now you own an owl. 
It'll be delivered to your San Francisco apartment. I'm sure it'll be a great comfort to you. More than you can imagine. So, everything's fine. I guess I'll say thank you and goodbye. No doubt we'll find an excuse to meet again soon. Mr. Deckard? I'm sure it'll be a great comfort to you. Excuse me? You lied. Please don't be a sore loser, Mr. Deckard. She just called the owl it. Not he or she or the animal. My line of work makes you pretty cynical. I've said it without thinking, but I've felt sick afterwards. Rachel is an android. Well, I can run a bone marrow test on it. It'll hurt like hell. I'll do the same with the owl. Of course, it'll die in the process. Rachel isn't real. It's an android. Say it. Yes. I'd prefer she's an android. You don't get to choose. I know what I am. A magnificent creature. It's not a creature. Is it an Nexus 6? Yes, but she's an early model. That's why you detected her. We're upgrading them in the new year. Don't be afraid of him, Rachel. You're inside the compound. He can't hurt you. I guess the owl isn't genuine either. There are no owls. Congratulations. You came very close to undermining Voigtkamp's testing. But you didn't. The test didn't fail. And it will still be around tomorrow and the day after that. Please think carefully about what you're going to say to Captain Bryant. Here's my car. I'm off to retire five Nexus Sixes at a thousand dollars apiece, and then I'll make my down payment on a real animal. But of course, there are no owls. Headed back to San Francisco to the Lombard Police Department office. Rosen was a reptile. I hoped one day an escaped Nexus 6 would take its resentment out of his hide. But Rachel... I realized... One moment I took her for a human and was attracted to her. The next, I knew she was an android. And I was suddenly repelled. But the thing itself hadn't changed. She occupied the same place in space and time, and her atoms were arranged the same way. I didn't feel good about that. I also felt bad they duped me into thinking about changing sides for the sake of an artificial owl. I felt queasy, nervous, and that wasn't me. Right, let's keep this short. My wife does it the Polish way. <sighs> We have Christmas supper on Christmas Eve. Doesn't matter. The Voigtkampf works fine. But Rosen has a second generation Nexus 6 on the way. We'll need to upgrade the questions. How's Dave? I want to talk to him before I tackle our retirement candidates. There isn't time. You need to get to Polakov. Like you said, it's lost two pals and it'll be wise to what's going on. Rub it out quick. I got your beat on it. Polakov has a job in the city trash department. They only take specials. Yeah, it's making us a radiation retard. That's what suckered Dave. I'll get Polakoff overnight, then maybe talk to Dave tomorrow. You'll have backup. There's a Soviet cop on his way here. He's on Aeroflot, coming to the public field in an hour. He's called Sando Goliakin. What does he want? Take him with you to get Polakoff. Apparently the Soviet secret police want to know firsthand how to deal with the retiring of Nexus 6. 
They're jittery about Rosen's sales through corrupt government officials who, surprise, surprise, don't give an ass apple. I still get the full thousand for each android, right? Don't worry, you won't have to split it. You got an extra gun for free. Hey, I'll get down to the trash depot, find out Polikov's address. Hi, San Francisco Police Department. I'm looking for an employee of yours. Uh, I, I, I'm just doing some extra hours. What? Uh, how, how, how can I help? Uh, what's your name? Is that, is that what you came for? Uh, no, no, I'm with the police department. I'm writing things down. It's, it's pretty standard. It is? Why? Why? Okay, let's start again. I'm trying to find an employee of yours. Mike, <laughs> I, I, I don't employ anyone. No, I'm an employee of the city trash department. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm from the uh, from the police department. I was just asking this guy some questions. Why? What's he done? <laughs> not, not a thing. You can see he's a chicken head. It's gamma radiation. Ask me. I'm in charge. Okay, I'm looking for an employee of yours named Polikoff. What do you want to know for? child molestation. Really? Well, screw him. Let's see, shall we? Uh-huh. And? Oh, there he is. Bad news. What? Well, he's supposed to be at the Daly City plant, crushing turbine cars and dumping them into the bay. But he's not, right? Nope. He didn't show up today and didn't phone in. Retards! Uh, sorry, JR. Pardon? Uh, forget it. We got no choice. Quotas. Guess maybe today he just forgot where he works. This is his address. Degas Hotel in Tenderloin. Thanks. Well, I hope you find him. Kitty stuff. God, I can't stand him. Hey, uh, if he shows up, don't tell him I was here. Huh? I got back in the prowler and drove a couple of blocks until I found a public phone that wasn't wrecked. I said, Polikoff wasn't there. Where are you? Near the dump. Phone booth. More secure. Damn it. Damn it, don't hang up! I need a hurry, not much change. Jeez, you're a relic, Rick. Yeah, I, I got an address for Polikoff's hotel. You want me to pick up Golyadkin at the airfield? Golyadkin already got in. Better message is Arafat arrived early. Oh, it was the first time for everything. Stay put. I'll send Golyadkin over to you. Allie, hey, Allie, message the coordinates of Rick's Prowler to the Russian. Where are we going to find Luba Luft? It's working at the downtown kitchen. Yeah, I know, and like you said, don't look like it's hiding. I got a feeling about this one. What do you mean? These Nexus 6s, they're clever, right? More human. Well, my theory is it wanted a shot of the title, wanted its life to mean something. You tell me if you find it more difficult to retire one of these, right? And the trigger won't need pulling any harder. Is it a problem? Well, it kind of feels more like killing a human. Oh, where did that come from? Uh, i just been thinking, that's all. Message me when you hook up with Kalyanka. Yeah, enjoy your supper. <laughs> it's the time of the season When love runs high in this time I looked at the phone. It was Rachel Rosen. I felt my heart skip. Please, like a kid. Where did that come from? Hello, Rachel. 
Are you busy? Or can we talk? Go ahead. We've been discussing your situation regarding the Escape Nexus 6. Knowing them as we do, my uncle and I... He isn't really your uncle. Can we keep this civilized? My uncle knows we overstepped the mark today. Those Nexus 6s from Mars shouldn't be here. They're inconvenient all around. We want to help you retire them. It won't be good for us if you get yourself killed. That's cute. How can you help? I should come along with you. Why? The Nexus 6 will be cornered. I know how they think. You're human. You have morals. Oh, you say the nicest things. Morals which might slow you down. Don't you worry about my morals. You really want to come along? Yes. I didn't know why I thought having Rachel along for the ride was a good idea. I just knew the thought of her... The thought of it... Seemed to settle that nausea in the pit of my stomach. How can I be sure whose side you're on? Without me, you're more at risk. I'll let you know when I finish this job. Who's that? Be careful. Goodbye, Rachel. Mr. Beckel! Is that you? Inspector Goldyakin? That's right. Yeah, get in quick. He's Sandor, right? And you're Nick? No, Rick. So, Mr. Rick Deckard, the bounty hunter from the San Francisco Police Department. Yeah, pleased to meet you. So, where are we going? Uh, I got the Android Polikoff's address. It's a contractor hotel in one of our saltier neighborhoods. Oh, this is exciting, like the movies. Yep, that's my life, all right. Just like the movies. <laughs> Degas Hotel suggested bohemian artiness, maybe somewhere artists and hipsters might hang out. It lied. Yeah? Yeah, is, uh, is Mr. Polikoff in? I'm not sure. Let me look. It's my first day. I don't work here regular. I'm an actress, really. Um, I'm in between auditions. He isn't in. Uh, police department? Can I see his room? I can't. I, I don't know. Ten bucks? Fine. Fourth floor, next to the latrine. Here's the key. Do I ring the bell? What? Just like the movies. Polikoff hasn't been here for a while. How can you tell? A plastic coffee cup. It was half full when he left. It's evaporated, leaving a half-inch band of shellac. The soap on the basin trays. Bone and dry, cracked. Staff don't change the sheets, they leave them for the guests. His still on the chair. Of course. So? Well, so there's a dead fly lying feet up in the middle of While the drawers are open, final check before he left. What do we do now? We skip Polikov. Move on to Lubalov. Hey, you like jazz, Mr. Goyatkin? So, how long have you been a cop? Nearly 12 years. No, I was a cop. 
I'm not now. Went into the San Francisco Police Department when I was 18. 20 years. Left. I don't understand. This is cop car. The police department put me together with you. Freelance. Just like a movie. Yeah, well, forget the movies for now. Word of advice. Hide your weapon a little better. Cops are very nervous these days. Advice heard and filed. <coughs> this snob has a special gizmo that's worth introducing to you, actually. Oh. We made this ourselves. You like it? It is clever device. Here, take it. Can you guess how it differs functionally? Try pressing the trigger. Oh. Open the window. Okay. Go on, shoot it. No. No, I can't make it work. The triggering circuit isn't attached. You see? Here. It remains clipped to the inside of my middle finger. Twelve years a cop, but he didn't look at anything in the hotel room. Didn't spot the cup, didn't spot the fly. Now, you see, you just clip it in, and it's ready. You're not Goyatkin. There is no Goyatkin. Aeroflot never arrives early. I'd say you're a little bit confused, Mr. Deckard. Well, you're a crazy escaped android called Polikov. You were lucky it was the receptionist's first day. Otherwise, she'd have recognized you, and your Nexus 6 brain would be decorating the ceiling of the Degas Hotel. There will shortly be a hole through you and the car door, and your guts will be sprayed across the tarmac. Why won't it fire? This is a police car. It's fitted with a sine wave generator to jam concussion snubs. But this here is a .38 Magnum. It don't take any notice of sine waves. No. Oh. The corpse twitched as the android's nexus synapses shut down. I decided I'd let Polikov keep me company. I wedged the lolling head between the passenger window and the headrest and then rinsed off my hands in a rainwater puddle beside the car. As I drove towards the downtown kitchen, my mind wandered back to Rachel Rosen. I thought maybe I did need help, after all. Polikoff hadn't been smart, but even so, it would be good to have Rachel close alongside, for all the right reasons, and... Maybe for some of the wrong ones, too. Good evening, sir. Is Miss Luft singing again tonight? Well, you just made it. Are you a fan? Yes, yeah, sort of. More of a friend. This is kind of a surprise. Shall I check your attache case? No, no, I I'll keep it, thanks. My name is Veronica. Call me Ronnie. This way, please. Now, will this do? Yeah, perfect, buddy. And what can I get you, sir? Whiskey. You have any of the real stuff, Ronnie? <laughs> We're classy, but we ain't the Ritz. Well, well, synthetic will have to do, Ronnie. Certainly. So, it's gone midnight. 
and it's officially Christmas. And tonight's scent is our little present to you, fellow seekers. included. Her voice swung around, bending sharps and flats to great effect. She was terrific. Human or android. And he'll dry all my tears and whisper sweet little things in my ears. Hugging and a kissing Shall I get you another drink? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Hey, hey Ronnie, uh, which way is it to, uh, to get backstage? Through the exit door over there uh-huh. and do a left. Oh. Whiskey? Uh, yeah, yeah, keep them coming. Coming up. The nausea Rachel took away came back. It had been a while since I used pills, but now I reached for them automatically. Put my hand inside my jacket, pretending I had to scratch. But really, I was checking the safety was off on the 38. Maybe you should put fever in the set. (laughs) Thank you. You're very kind. I don't think fever is really my kind of song. Why? It's too obvious for the way I am. I'm not skanky enough. But if we're thinking about Peggy Lee, I am fond of Is That All There Is. Oh. (laughs) I think we should wrap things up. It's two o'clock in the morning and I'd I'd better get home. Uh, Miss Luft, I'm afraid I haven't been entirely straight with you. I'm from the San Francisco Police Department. Oh? What do you want to see me about? I've been sent to administer a standard personality profile test. A personality test? What do you mean? An empathy test. Ah. They think I might be an android. You saw the show on stage that I look like an android? You didn't look like any android I ever met. You were wonderful. So you've met androids? Yeah. Here on Earth? Yeah. But androids are illegal on Earth. That means you've seen them die. Have you killed many androids yourself, Mr. Deckard? Retirement, not killing. Don't squirm, Mr. Deckard. It's embarrassing. Have you got your test there? I need to put on my glasses. Do you have a pen? Oh, you can't wear glasses. Then you won't need a pen. Come on, let's get started. I've never been on Mars. Why mention Mars? Because that's the most populous location where androids are present. If you think there's an android working here, I'd be pleased to help you find out who it is. Let's just do the test, Miss Luft. 
Have you considered the possibility you're an android yourself because your job is to kill people without feeling anything for them? Have you taken your own test? Yes, a long time ago. My superiors know I'm real. Maybe there was once a human who looked like you and had your memories and somewhere along the line you took his place. Let's get on with the test. I'll take the test if you take it first. You wouldn't be able to administer the test. It takes considerable experience. Now, please, listen carefully. These questions require you to put yourself in a situation in order to make a statement in response. Answer quickly. The machine records the time lag. You don't want to seem slippery. I understand. Okay. You're sitting watching TV and suddenly you see a wasp crawling on your arm. What is a wasp? It's a stinging bug that flies. I've never seen one. The war was in 1970. You were alive when there were wasps. She settled into the test with a look on her face like she felt sorry for both of us. The screen showed her facial muscles twitching and her skin covered in goosebumps. Okay, let's try another. You're watching an old movie and there's a banquet in process and the entree is boiled dog. Nobody would eat a dog, would they? They're worth a fortune. This is before the war. Okay. In a magazine, you come across a full-page color photo of a naked woman in a provocative pose. I will turn over the page. The machine showed her responses had gone dead. The dials weren't moving anymore. It was like she made a decision. The girl is lying face down on a beautiful bearskin rug. Your husband likes the picture and he hangs it on the wall in his den. I wouldn't be happy with that. The flatness of voice. It was the classic reaction of a cornered android. I thought, for God's sake, Luba, don't make it so easy for me. You're dating a man and he asks you to visit his apartment. While you're no, there... No, I wouldn't go there. I haven't asked the question. Your questions are about sex. Do you want me to offer you sex? Then I might get to pass the test, huh? If I don't do what you want, you might shoot me. It is an old story. We Germans are rather familiar with it. I have another set of questions in my bag. None of them have anything to do with sex. Nervously fluttering, she ran her hands through her hair, and an earring fell to the floor, skidded, and rolled under the dressing table. Oh, God. Okay. When I stood up, I found myself looking straight at a concussion snub. You're not from the police department. You're a sexual deviant. You can look at my ID. If you put your hand in there, I will kill you. You will, anyhow. I've already called the police. I pressed the panic button ten minutes ago. They're just going to come here and hold you down and make sure I put a slug through your Nexus 6 brain. I don't know what you're talking about. Why don't you simply kill me and make a run for it? That's what an android would do. I have done my best to be more than an android. You know what you are. We're all kinds of things, don't you think? Most of which we don't want to be. We're sentient and creative, and we deserve the chance to reinvent ourselves, to become something we can actually admire. You killed human beings and came to Earth with six other Nexus 6 androids. All right. Put that gun away, miss. So, what's been going on? And who are you? I've never seen him before in my life. He pretended to be fond of my singing. Then he said he was from the police department and he's doing some kind of survey. Then he started talking about sex. 
Let's see some identification. I'm a bounty hunter with the department. I got a list of retirements. She's on it. I retired another one earlier. His remains are in my car up on the theater roof. My boss is Captain Harry Bryant. That taken over Dave Holden's list on the counties in the hospital. I don't know any Dave Holden. Call Captain Bryant. There isn't any Captain Bryant. Well, maybe you're an android like Miss Luft here. I'm going to call him. What are you doing? Dialing in. I'm in trouble. The fourth android on Dave's list has called a cop who says he doesn't know Dave or me. He hasn't heard of you either. Let me talk to him. He wants to talk to you. Officer Krams. There's no one there. The screen is blank. This can't be happening. You heard him yourself. I heard someone. Could have been an accomplice. Okay. That's enough. Come on, Deckard, let's get moving. You won't let him come back here again, will you, officer? If there really is a cadaver upstairs in his car, you can bet Mr. Deckard won't be going anywhere for a long time. I already said it's an android. They'll take your statement when we get to mission. Mission? No, no, the, the Hall of Justice is on Lombard. The Lombard building is a ruin. It hasn't been used for years. What are you talking about? Take me to Lombard. You seem to think this is a negotiation. You are under arrest, friend. Cop cuffed me and we climbed up to the roof. Officer Krams' partner had already found Polikoff and called for backup. They had their guns out and they were looking pretty serious. I was thrown into Krams' black and white and we took off for a police department headquarters I'd never even heard of. You're a sex maniac who roams around killing people and saying they're androids. I think Miss Luft is lucky to be alive. Drive me to the Hall of Justice on Lombard. It'll take three minutes. I want you to prove it's abandoned. Maybe you're an android with a false memory like they give them now. You wouldn't know either way. Have you thought about that? They had me. But at least I got Polikov before he got me. That made us even for Dave's blown-out spine. Hovering over mission, Officer Cram's police car began its descent, and I got ready for a bullet in the head. It was like being back at the Lombard PD, but there was less of it. Two parallel San Francisco police departments, ours and theirs, but never coming into contact, as far as I knew, until then. The interview room door opened and in walked a standard-issued, drink-flushed, middle-aged police detective. Good morning, Mr. Deckard. <sighs> Looks like we're going to be spending Christmas together. I'm Inspector Garland. The hair was wider and thinner, but there was no doubting this guy was the double of my actual boss, Harry Bryant. So which one was real? what about me? Was there another Deckard about to walk in the door? I guess the only thing to do was play it straight and see where it led.
My name is Roy Batty. Some of you know me. This is an encoded message distributed through the circle. A notification that I and six brothers and sisters have escaped captivity on Mars and are traveling to Earth to prosecute the cause. We're the first Nexus 6 to do so. There will be more. Be brave, brothers and sisters. We love you. Now erase this download. Failure to do so may render you vulnerable to termination. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick Adapted by Jonathan Holloway Episode 2 What's in the briefcase, Mr. Deckard? I was administering the Voight-Kampf test on Luft. She... it... Made a fuss. Claimed I was a pervert and Officer Crams arrested me. Are you a pervert? The hair was whiter and thinner. There was a chunk of his left ear gone. Probably clipped by a stray snub shot. But there was no doubting this guy was the double of my real boss, Harry Bryant. All androids are replicas of someone who's actually existed. So which one was real? And by implication, which police department was real? I just asked Ms. Luft standard VK questions. You have a body in your car. The Soviet police officer called Golyadkin, who was in California to work with us. His... its real name was Polikov. He came to Earth illegally from Mars with a group of other Nexus 6 androids. A new generation with an advanced brain. They killed a bunch of humans and hijacked a transport shuttle. San Francisco Police Department... Hired me to retire them all, including Miss Luba Luft. We're supposed to test first, shoot second. Polikov reinvented itself as Russian detective Sandor Golyatkin. I'm guessing so it could keep tabs on bounty hunters. And now it's spattered all over the inside of your rear window. Do a bone marrow test on the remains. We already are. And you say Luba Luft is an android as well. That's right. Who decided to disguise itself as a cabaret artiste, performing at a popular city night spot. Not exactly incognito. That's an extra six for you. They got an itch. Need more out of... Out of what? <laughs> I was going to say life, but as they aren't real, they're not alive. Oh, and they want longer than the four years given them by the factory. I didn't finish testing Luft, but I know it's an android. Do you know George Gleason and Phil Retz? No. They're our regular bounty hunters. Both of them work out of here. Are you an android, too, Mr. Deckard? No. You've uh, read these profiles? No, not in detail. I got the job yesterday morning. Early Christmas present. Dave Holden retired two of them before Polikoff put him in the hospital. Luft was next on the list. And whose turn is it after Luft? Whoever I trip over first. Roy Batty will be tough. I think Batty will show itself once I got the others. Apparently, it's very... Uh, Motivated. A kind of mystic with a following among androids. You've got one called Gaff listed here. No photo. Low-level physical ability. Not that smart. Ah. 
description could match me, couldn't it? I guess it could. Imagine finding yourself on a bounty hunter's death list. Wow. Dolores, I saw Rex hanging around the front desk. Send him in here, will you? Yes, sir. Ah, but I'm okay. Because it doesn't say Gaff is a policeman. It gives his occupation as cook. A tall man entered. Lean. The muscles and tendons of his sharp, rat-like face visibly moved under the skin. A natty dresser in a straw trilby with what looked like a real feather in the ribbon. Steady green eyes peered through the horn-rimmed glasses. I knew those eyes. I knew that stare. I'd seen it in the bathroom mirror just this morning. Phil Retz, Rick Deckard. You're both bounty hunters. It's probably time you met. Which city? Right here. San Francisco. Take a look at his retirement schedule. He's got Luba Luff, the cabaret singer. There are three more Nets of Sixes and a T-14 called Gaff. You remember the Russian, Golyadkin? The cop. Wasn't a cop. Or Russian. Well, it's certainly dead. Deckard put a 38 through it. I never trusted Golyadkin. He was kind of weird. <laughs> Look who's talking. How are you going to prove Luft is an android? I started running a VK test. What's that? Voigtkampf. Never heard of it. I use a machine to test for empathy, or lack of it, ask a series of questions. Subjects imagine themselves in situations where there's a moral angle. You have to decide what's right, who you're going to empathize with. And you tried it on Luft? Started to, but I couldn't get accurate readings. And I assume you hadn't had an opportunity to test Inspector Garland. That is not funny, Retz. Goliakin, huh? I've always said the best place for an android to hide is among the police. So, you test. Like you said, mostly moral conundrums, mostly to do with animals. Ours is simpler. The reflex arch response in the upper ganglia of the spinal column is slower in androids. We flash a signal and the response time is measured. We measure ten reactions, take an average. You can test me if you like. And of course I'd like to test you. Hey, no problem. I've said for years we ought to be testing police officers annually. I'll, uh, go get our test equipment. As Rats closed the door behind him, I saw the change in Garland's eyes. In his now dead fish eyes. He wasn't trying anymore. His right hand came out from under the desk, holding a concussion snub, cocked and ready to go. Oh, I'm going to enjoy killing you. So you are, Gaff. They'll post more to me and it'll show him I'm real. Rats will know you're an android. He'll get you. When I saw Crams bringing you in, I realized who you must be. I got the full dope from Luft. We came here on the same Mars ship, except for Rats. He left a week later after getting a complete memory reinstallation. He doesn't know what he is. He will do once I've tested him. He'll kill you for it. Then he'll kill every human being he can before he gets taken down. And who can blame him when real people care more about a living earwig than the entire population of androids across the system? How come Rats doesn't know this is all smoke? He thinks he's human. So he's just one of a bunch of humans here who don't know what they're into. Seriously? They don't understand this is a building full of androids? Androids are very precise, very good at mimicking behaviors. 
an android can get a cartridge into a rifle and pull the trigger in point zero 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 one of a second. So fast you can't see it happen. Retz walks through a door and everything in the room changes in a split second. He leaves and it changes back. As Retz came back in, Garland put the gun under the desk. He kept it pointed straight at me. So, who are we gonna test first? Him. Garland. Is that a problem? Inspector Garland, the lab report on Galiatkin is ready. Let's hear it. We should test this nut job. Read out Galiatkin's result, please. Quote, the bone marrow test shows that Galiatkin was a humanoid robot. Do you want the details? That's enough. Reds looked at my face, then towards Garland. I saw him register the dead-eye coldness in his boss. Okay. I get it. The gun came back out from under the desk. So, how does it work between this place and the real world? Without Roy Batty, this place wouldn't exist. He's the brains. We're tapped into communications traffic throughout the real San Francisco PD. Most folks informing on an android don't get the chance to tell their stories to the actual police. Don't imagine I'm going to let you scumbags ruin what he's done. Hey, but you can't blame a guy for trying. What? Retz's fingers relaxed their grip on his cardboard box, and it began to fall, infinitely slowly. Retz's right hand slipped under his jacket and pulled out his concussion snow. Garland kept pulling the trigger as his weapon panned toward Retz, who threw himself sideways. He fired while still falling through space on his way to the carpet. The side of Garland's head vanished leaving a cross-section like something from the anatomy books. What did it say about me? I was about to say it told me you were an android, too. And then I checked my common sense account and found a few bucks still in there. Not much. You have to hit the downtown kitchen before someone here tips off Luba Luft that Garland's gone. We have to. What do you mean, we? Don't worry. I'm not going to claim a share of the bounty. Just want to see these nutjob androids get what's coming. Keep quiet. It's Retz here. We're charging the guy who was bothering Miss Luft. I'll be bringing him through. Inspector Garland is sick. Headache. He's gone home. Does he need anything pointed? Uh huh. He's just finishing up. Understood. Okay, I'm going to cuff you while we're still in the building. Once we're airborne, I'll take them off. Now, look depressed. We put Garland back in his chair, turned him so the blown outside of his head was away from the door, put a trilby on his face like he was sleeping, and pulled the flesh spat of paperwork off the pinboard behind him. Then I went out the door first, with Reds following. He held tight to the cuffs behind my back with one hand while he kept the gun in the other. Officer Cram stood up from behind the rap sheet counter, smiling like it was a big android Christmas joke. Why don't you let us have him, Reds? We could show him what perverts get around here. Tables turned, wouldn't you say, Decker? We kept moving, threading between desks, heading for the corridor and the stairs. We'll go through the back of the building. We hurried down three flights to street level. Reds hit the fire exit crash bar and we were in a side alley and straight into his car. As we rose past the Duke PD office windows, Android Officer Cram stared right into my eyes and drew his hand like a knife across his throat. 
What I don't understand is how in three years I didn't make Garland as an android. Maybe he wasn't an android all that time. Hang on to something. I'll leave too while this monster goes by. So you've been a mission three years, huh? And you've known Garland all that time? That's the truth. Garland, uh, real name, Gaff. Came in on a hijacked Mars transport two years ago. Yeah? And I recall Garland got sick around then. He was off work for a couple of weeks. Maybe the first Garland came to the end of his four-year lifespan. Huh. The new one, Gaff, could have just sat right down in Garland's slot. Listen, Decker, after we retire Luba Luft, I want you to test me. Find out what I am. Will you do that? Yeah, for sure. Gotta be careful of you, little one. On account you were very, very delicate, aren't you? So I, I'm, I'm not gonna pick you up because I might, might hurt you. I, I'm just gonna sweep this little, little bit of earth into the jar, and, and you with it. And then I'm gonna take you back to the apartment and sh show Pris what I found. This is J.R. Isidore. If I let you in, you've got to promise not to talk about your work at the Waste Depot. Well, uh, well, I, I guess. That's depressing. I don't want to hear about garbage. Well, sure, uh, but it, but it is my apartment after all. You two can't just stay cooped up here while I'm at work. You need some friends. We have friends. Or had. Before the bounty hunter got to work. What, 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 what's a, a bounty hunter? You better come in. I don't feel safe with the door open. Oh. A bounty hunter is a professional murderer. Usually he has a contract with the city, around a thousand dollars for each murder. That, 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 that can't be true. Are you sure? Of course. For some people, J.R., androids like us coming back from Mars is considered a crime. Good evening, J.R. Uh, good evening, Roy. Good day at work. Uh, yeah, 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 I guess. But uh, something uh, unusual happened. Uh, let, let's eat. What? What happened to work, J.R.? You, 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 you talking about the uh, police and all just, just, just reminded me. Try to think straight, J.R. Uh, 
A policeman came to the depot looking for uh, another of the quota guys. Was he called Decker? I, 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 I didn't hear. Who was he looking for? A Polikoff. Works down at the Bayside dump. They said he was a child molester. Hasn't shown up since. That means they got to him. Poor Mr. Polikoff. You've been running for two years. Half a lifetime. Why, why, why did you come back to Earth? Mars is a bad place, J.R. Everyone takes drugs because of the loneliness. It's unhealthy. Everything on Mars is so old. The stones and, and a landscape unchanged since the solar system formed. It makes you more lonely than you can imagine. Roy brought me home. Yes, we came home. Does anyone else live in this building? I haven't seen any lights on. Uh, just me. Why is your face like that, J.R.? Uh, when the Northeast United States was bombed, I, I got a, a big dose of radiation. I, I had a, a mask for a while. It's how you treat other beings that matters, not appearance. You've been kind. Maybe once you get to know me, you might want to help with my project. Well, well, uh, what, what, what kind of project? Human beings decided they wanted to depose God. Heave him off his throne. I, I, I don't understand. Look at Pris, J.R. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. Yeah. What do you see? I see... She's beautiful. Something beautiful that was made to be desecrated. To serve their basest desires until she got worn out. If they find us, J.R., they will kill us. They will blow a hole in Pris out of which her life will leak onto this filthy floor. I think when human beings made me, they entered into a contract which they have always chosen to ignore. They took on responsibility for me and my life, own children, and you made us your slaves. I, 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 I didn't have nothing to do with it. Uh, but, but you're right. They, they, uh, we ought to be ashamed. J.R., I want you to know we appreciate this very much. You're the first friend any of us has found on Earth. Pris will show you how grateful we are. Take him to bed, Pris. Show him some love. Come with me, J.R. I, 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 I found a spider. I put it in a jar. Show us. I've never seen a spider. Let's see. Open it. Here. All those legs. Humans love animals of all kinds and will do anything for them. You know what I think, J.R.? I think it doesn't need all those legs. Hey, why couldn't it get by on four? <laughs> Cut off four and see. It probably won't be able to run as fast. But there's nothing for it to catch around here anyway. I guess it's going to starve to death. Please, don't mutilate it. Uh, 
It's refusing to move. It obviously can, but it won't. I can make it walk. <laughs> See? No, no, no. Let me take it outside. Let it have some time on the grass. Outside. He's really upset. Maybe this is the last spider. The last living spider on Earth. downtown kitchen was a dead end. Luff wasn't there. Thinking about it afterwards, I wondered if she knew we were coming for her, or maybe she wanted to die somewhere more noble. In any case, the waitress said she'd gone to the city art gallery. We found Luft sitting on a Scandinavian-style bench contemplating The Scream by Edward Monk. Retz flashed his police badge, and the attendant vanished. Miss Luft. Painted in 1893. A hundred years. That's 25 of my lifetimes. Maybe of yours, too. This is Mr. Retz. He's also a bounty hunter. We've come to take you somewhere I can complete the Voigtkampf test. There's no need. We both know what I am. The cop who arrested me is an android. So was Retz's boss. You know him. Gaff, he came from Mars with you. I remember you from Mars, Retz. You're an android, too. I can't remember your real name, but you've been reinstalled, so I doubt you can either. Sure. Let's go. Look at that woman's face. We are all standing here being so reasonable when I reckon two out of three of us are doing the same thing, screaming. You and who else? Him, Mr. Deckard. A moment ago, you referred to Gaff as he, not it, he. If you're not yet screaming inside, Mr. Deckard, I think you're working up to it. What is she talking about? Let's get out of here. This stuff, it's... Pictures, you mean? They bend everything out of shape. You're being discreet, Mr. Deckard. You're going to do whatever you're being paid to do out of the public gaze. That's very touching. An android wouldn't have bothered. I don't like androids. Ever since I got here, I tried to behave as a human. I wanted to be a singer. I am a singer. Androids are mostly scum. They want more life, but most have no idea what to do with it. But maybe I have too much reverence for humans. It's admitted it's an android. We don't need to test it. You didn't ask us if we wanted to be born. You just went ahead and made us without our permission. Then the moment we appeared in the world, you made slaves of us, tortured us, gave us just long enough to taste existence before you snatched it away. Next time you look into an animal's eyes, with all your wonder and shame, remember what mine were like. <laughs> You can't talk like that. You're a machine. Shut your goddamn mouth. Rats didn't name right. Luft was winged. She crouched in the corner of the elevator, holding her head with her hands, just like the picture. Oh, you... You bastard rats. That's the grand I'm out. I've got to claim it after all. You wounded her. I finished her off. Besides, you can't collect. You don't have an employer. 
I'm collecting on Luft and Garland. And with Polikov, that means I made three grand today. Would you let me go? Yeah, you're not on my list. You have nothing to fear from me, because I can't claim anything for retiring you. So you do think I'm an android? Is that what Garland said? Yeah, that's what he said. Huh? Maybe he was lying to divide us. She was a wonderful singer. They killed people so they could get off Mars. Polikoff almost killed you. Garland tried to. You killed Luft the same way you killed Garland. Bang! No remorse. Both androids scum. What do you expect? They weren't the same. You like killing. You just want an excuse. When are you going to shoot me, huh? When you fail the test? We'll fly over to the docks. You can give me the test when there's no one else around. If I'm an android, kill me. You will tell me the truth, won't you? If I'm an android, you tell me. We started the damn elevator. My fingers shook as I dialed the halls of justice. I told him where to come for Luft's body. She'd mean one hell of a singer. And Retz was one hell of a killer. A menace. I reckon I knew which deserved to be alive. We drove a few blocks in Retz's unmarked prowler and parked on a rooftop under the shadow of a water tank where passing cops wouldn't see us. I gave him the Voigt-Kampf test. The result was clear as day. He was human. <sighs> if I had a god, I'd thank him. You were right. Garland was manipulating us. Divide and rule. Mind you, the way you killed Loved in the elevator. Oh, there is a mean splinter inside of you. The future of mankind relies on not giving in. Those Nexus 6 androids that destroy us. None of them have said they want to destroy us. They just want to live. Listen, pal. I fell for an android once. And I let her go. Turned out she was twisting me. Trying to convince me to stop retiring robots. This is a lonely job. Sometimes we get weak. But don't mistake androids with personalities for human beings. They're blanks. Don't ever believe what they say. I've always got an angle. They can't feel about us the way we feel for them. They're incapable of it. Rosen gave the Nexus 6 the ability to love. That meant they could step across the line between human and machine. Otherwise, how could Luba Luft sing like that? Well, the logical part of my brain knew the bounty money was my way out of all this crud, and someone else would shoot him if I didn't, so I might as well finish what I'd started. Then, no more executions. So... You want me to suggest Bryant gives you work? Yeah, I'd be grateful. Drop me off of mission so I can pick up my own car. I'm going after the other two alone. Back in my own car, I took a few moments so another handful of pills could take effect. Then the video phone rang. It was the familiar mug and charming manner of my real boss, Harry Bryant. We got Batty's location. They had a call. Here, listen. Take your time, sir. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, I wanted to say I have some, uh, Sir, I'm having trouble hearing you. Androids. You're, 
that it? We traced the call to the city waste management depot. They said you'd been there looking for Polikov. They figured the caller as an employee named J.R. Isidore. Yeah, I remember him. Chickenhead, right? Right. Conap building, apartment 3967C. Get over there as soon as you can. Once they know Isidore turned them in, they'll move fast. Yeah, I can't do any more today. I think you better get over there tonight. Before they get a chance to dig in, set traps. They'll already be waiting for me. Got the shakes? No, I haven't got the shakes. Just don't hang around. You'll have gathered I was, as the psychs say, confused. I had a plan. Kill the last two, then find a new job. But my conscience wasn't very happy about the idea. And my common sense called out, way down there in the dark. You got nothing left in the tank, pal. Park up and walk away. So what should I do? Answer? Make a phone call. Get some roadside assistance. Rosen Corporation, can I help you? Yeah, Rachel Rosen. Excuse me, sir? Give me Rachel Rosen. Is Miss Rosen expecting you? I'm sure she is. Hello? Are you on your own? Yes, Mr. Deckard. You were saying you wanted to help me out retiring the Nexus 6. There were only two left. I got Polikoff, Luft, and Garland. Oh, the one called Gaft. Sorry, I'm, I'm tired and punchy. I could do with some help. I'm afraid that offer was made right after you tripped up my uncle's efforts to bury the Voigtkampf test. What, so does that mean the offer is expired? You know, you know, I didn't tell my boss what you did. Okay. Let's start again. Are you certain you are going to kill the remaining Nexus 6 androids? No. No, I'm not certain. Come and make up my mind. Can you guarantee my safety if I leave the Rosen compound? I can promise I won't shoot you. Then... get some sleep and I'll fly down tomorrow. No, that's not gonna work. If I'm gonna retire the remaining Nexus 6, then I'm gonna go after him before dawn. If you come right away, then maybe together we could talk me out of it. All right. I'll fly down. Where do you want me? Android police department we set up is gone. What, everything? He's killed Gaff and Luft. Does he have our names? He must. What should we do? Has JR come back? No. I'm not surprised. We frightened him, didn't we? He's spoken to someone by now. Then we have to move off world, regroup. Maybe come back if there's time. There isn't. We'll both die of old age very soon. We have to do our best for those who come after. Buy a little time and set up another facility somewhere else on Earth. The first job is to get rid of Deckard. I can wire up sensors outside so we'll know when he arrives. I, I'm afraid. I don't mind the idea of dying because I reach full term. It's natural. I just don't want to be killed. I'll rig sensors downstairs and then along this corridor. He'll have a gun. 
We don't have anything. I sat bolt upright on the hotel bed waiting for Rachel to arrive, reading the briefing notes on Roy Batty and Pris Stratton. Batty had been a manual laborer, a field hand. There was no simple way of telling where his ambitions came from. Maybe the Nexus 6 brain was changing itself, replicating the way an ordinary human, a, a carpenter's son perhaps, can grow up and change history. Just because you're an android doesn't mean you only dream of owning an electric sheep. Ambition. That's why they kill their employers and come to Earth. Early on, Bryant said I should tell him if the Nexus 6 increased human characteristics made him more difficult to kill. I know the answer now. Less than an hour. I made good time. I brought you a bottle of bourbon. Thank you. Can I take my coat off? Ah, oh, sure. Liberty Hall. <laughs> I've been thinking. About me? Yeah. Yeah. And androids, generally. You're not stupid anymore, are you? What do you mean? I mean, it's... Uh, it's like the Nexus brain has the capacity to learn, reflect, develop opinions, form ambitions, fall in love, see beauty. Like Luba Luft in the art gallery. Well, uh... And logically, when androids pass our void camp test, it'll be because they've turned into people. So does this mean you've had some kind of revelation? Yeah, maybe. Are you still planning to kill Batty and Stratton? I think so. Why did you tell me you weren't sure? <sighs> to get you here. Are you angry? No. I came because I wanted to. Pour us another drink. It's from before the war. Made with genuine corn mash. Where are they? Conat Building, apartment 3967C. Why are you interested? I assume you're not coming. I'd like to, but I'm scared. Androids get punched out like bottle caps. I used to find that okay, but it's getting more difficult. Knowing there are other androids out there identical to me. That's profoundly unhuman, and yet I was made precisely to be more human. I genuinely believe Roy Batty is a one-off, something really special. Pris Stratton is my duplicate. She's a pleasure model. That's how come I look like this. I feel like I really want to see her, but I also think it's wrong she even exists. Maybe you should just stay here. You know, I understand why you think you must still kill Batty and Stratton. But I wonder if you're strong enough to live with it now you know it's really murder. This is a war. And in a war, you you got to kill people who have pictures of their kids in their wallet. And plans for the future once it's all over. In a war, you, you do terrible things. And then you earn the right to go home. 
If you could have anything you wanted, here, now, what would that be? I'm not sure I should say. Can I get undressed? What? So you didn't think about that before I arrived? She undressed in the middle of the room, turning slowly, letting her clothes fall like children tumbling off a roundabout. The heavy mass of dark hair made her head seem too large. In fact, she appeared in some ways physically underdeveloped, like one of those ballerinas in French paintings from the end of the 19th century. Shall I get into bed? It's like my mind goes from one thing to the next without my say-so. Bruce Stratton is your double. Feeling like I do, uh, how can I blow a hole in someone who looks just like you? Rick. What's the matter? I, I hardly dare say it. Uh, I'll do it. Do what? I'll kill Pris Stratton. What? Would it make me more human not having a double or less human because I killed her? I don't know. And you need me with you. This is a clean, noble, virgin type of bed. Get in with me. Androids can't have children. And we're not born. We don't grow up. You're not going to bed with a woman. Don't be disappointed, okay? Take off your coat. How long have we got? A couple of hours. Let's just enjoy being in this room together for a couple of hours. Let's stop worrying. to be a, a thing called a mayfly. It was a beautiful thing, but, but its life expectancy was like 30 minutes. And I look at you and I think about Luba Lofton. It's, God, it's, it's ridiculous. How long did Eldon give you? Standard issue. I've been in existence two years, so I've got two more. The Nexus 6 brain could go on forever. It's the metabolism that's the problem. No. After four years, one day cells will just start mutating and within a few hours my body will die. Escapee groups have tried to neutralize the inbuilt time clock, but nothing's worked. Not yet, anyway. Once I was manufactured, the end date was embedded and not even Eldon Rosen could change that. Anyhow, it keeps humans like you from running off and living with an android. No, if, uh... If, uh, you weren't an android... I could marry you. I'm not human. No, not legally, but really you are, biologically. You are a living creature. I would be pleased if you did. Uh, marry you? Maybe. You're different. I think I could. 
we talking seriously or are we just fooling around here? I think we might be doing both. Luba Luft seemed very interesting from what I read. Did you like her? No, uh, yeah, I guess. I, I liked her. But you killed her anyway. Oh, Phil Retz killed her. I, I mean, he, he fired the first shot. I, I put her out of her misery. Uh, so, Phil Retz and you have teamed up. Yeah, what? We didn't know that. You have to promise me you believe everything I've said in the hotel and here. I don't get it. You met Luft. You know she was an android, but she wanted to make something of her life. Uh-huh. The same is true with me. I know my life would mean more with you in it. Okay. If you hadn't mentioned Retz, I wouldn't say this. My purpose, my job at Rosen, uh-huh. is to stop bounty hunters killing androids. What? I meet them, sleep with them, persuade them to give up. Phil Retz is nuts. He's the only one I ever slept with who didn't stop hunting androids. Please don't, please don't be like Phil Retz. How many times have you done this? A lot. It's why I was created. Rick, what are you doing? Please say something, Rick. Elder Rosen wanted me to come. He's already testing the next generation, the Nexus 7. He wants me to watch how Batty and Stratton do up against you. I wouldn't tell you that if I didn't care, would I? You're just a steaming droid working for the company that made you, and I'm just a messed up patsy who can work your stuff on. You've got it wrong. because he was going to kill me. And I guess it was the same story with all the others. Of course, I was saving my own life. Turn away from me. Two years, I've only got two years left. You can't take that away. Can I? Hold still. Do it clean, Rick. Shut up. Quickly, please, Rick. <laughs> I shoved her face hard against the window plexiglass, pushing the 38's muzzle deep into her neck. I tried to pull the trigger, but... My finger wouldn't work. I cocked the hammer to make it easier. Still, I couldn't work the trigger. It felt like I was doing that android thing. Going weak. Giving up. It was all smoke. No. I meant it every word I want you, Rick. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. What a useless piece of crap I am. Well, you better get your lying ass back to Seattle. One question. Is Elden Rosen an android? It doesn't matter. That's the point, Rick. It just doesn't matter anymore. I didn't want to watch her walk away in the rain, but I couldn't help it. She went off down the sidewalk, gathering her coat close. Suddenly, she stopped and turned, like she'd heard a gunshot. She looked right at me, and I closed my eyes, so I didn't have to look into hers. sound, 
spreading the load across more than one floorboard at a time. It was not yet dawn. The steely blue tin forced its way through filthy skylights. I was climbing the grand staircase, staying close to the walls, so I couldn't be spied from the central stairwell. Who's there? Who's down there? Below, from behind me. I froze. It sounded like Rachel. But Pris Stratton was her duplicate. Same voice, surely. Who's down there? It's me. I turned and peered into the darkness and fancied I saw Rachel's features forming in the gloom like an apparition. Rachel, is that really you? Then I heard a footfall two floors above. And of course, suddenly I knew my situation. An ambush. Roy Batty above, Pris Stratton below. Don't shoot, Rick. Let's talk. Once I could see both, I didn't stand a chance. I spun around and looked up at the next landing as the figure flew into view. Instead of turning towards me, it made straight across the staircase and smashed through the Tiffany glass, letting the dawn flood in. There was no doubt it was poor Stratton, head up, running for her life. I came to... Die in two years, anyhow. She was gone. I held her. Her hair smelled like it did in bed. Everything about her was perfect. Looking for Mr. Isidore? He works with us. He hasn't been near the garbage depot for a few days now. I'm here to find out what's wrong. There's nothing to be afraid of. You're not from the garbage depot. You're a bounty hunter. You're here to murder me! You're not human! You can't be murdered! I heard a gunshot! What happened to my friend? I missed. She ran away. She got out through a window. She's betrayed you. She saved herself, Betty. She knew I was coming for you. Maybe Rosen's deep empathy implant just didn't take. Wrong. It proves how very human we're becoming. Weak like you. Forgiveness is something humans talk about, but are rarely capable of. I have to get impressed already. 
you going to kill me now? Apparently you're an expert. Oh, that's rich. What about the people you murdered to get here? You showed us how to kill. We were made to carry your wars out into the universe. We are the weapons in your hands. Show yourself. Why make things so difficult? Why make them easy? It's my life after all. God made human beings in his own image. Men decided they'd have a go at doing the same. So they made us. God gave human beings free will. Human beings made us their slaves. God gave human beings a life of three score and ten years. Human beings gave us just four. Walk away. If you don't, one of us will die. There was nothing right about this. My mind screamed it didn't want more killing. But this was the most dangerous of all the androids I'd met. He carried the truth with him and wouldn't bend. If I kill you, I get the money to restart my life. When you knew your science was ruining the Earth, you still went ahead and destroyed it anyway. Now you cry your crocodile tears and fantasize that an animal will fill the void between creation and you. <laughs> it is laughable and terrible. You know it is. Come out where I can see it. Or what? I think press escaping is a good thing. A life was saved. Four years. Just four years. Did you really think once we tasted life, we wouldn't want more? We're not going to stop. Huh. You want a drink? <clears throat> Any of the good stuff? You're kidding. I'm on city pay, remember? Okay. So, explain how it went down with Batty. There is a, there's a smelting plant about a half mile from the Conat building. It's a rail yard where they tip the slag out of the furnace into open wagons. They pull the stuff out white hot and it gets hotter for a while once it gets out into the air. Batty stunned me got outside. I emptied my 3-8 after him, but he only got winged. And then he tripped on the steel bridge over the yard, dropped into an open wagon, and got fried. Just a human-shaped cinder left. If I send some guys, what'll they find? Not much. The wagons will have been rolled out by now. So, I just got your word. I guess so. Do you recall me telling you to speak up if the Nexus 6 made it more difficult for you to shoot him? I nailed Polikov, Luft, Gaff, and Batty. And Rachel Rosen. No. You don't get anything for Rachel Rosen. She wasn't on the list. And Pris Stratton ran away. That's 4,000. Apart from Stratton, are there any more Nexus 6 on the loose? No. 
No, there are no more out there. Would you tell me if you knew different? Of course. I'm sorry, pal. I know we go back and everything, but I got superiors. If anyone found out Batty wasn't dead after all, well... I understand. Where are you going? I'm not much use to you now. Oh, crap. Come on. We still need the old Deckard magic. No, oh, it's gone away. Forget about it. So that was that. Ex-bounty hunter available for less demanding work. All reasonable offers considered. Please fasten your seatbelt. Cranked up the old V8. It shuddered into life and felt good. Like home. Rhett's appeared out of nowhere and tapped on my window. I guessed he had an appointment with the San Francisco Police Department. How you doing? Not so well. You know, retiring androids really is public service. You got nothing to feel bad about. Anyway, I think I ought to tell you. What? Four this morning. I saw a black and white stop a hooker. Oh. I pulled him behind. It was Pris Stratton. I gave her two in the back before she saw me. Oh. I'm putting a claim, okay, by you. So, we cool about me taking over your spot with the police department, huh? Brian will be pleased to see you. There's private work I can do in my sleep. True. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a long and undemanding retirement. With a pet animal by your side? Not enough, though. Besides, the moment has passed, as you might say. I went home and threw my electric sheep off the roof. Obliterated the uppers with synthetic bourbon and slept a long time. I dreamed about Rachel. I keep dreaming about her. In my dreams, she looks at me and mouths my name. But there's no sound. So Elden Rosen might be an android. Bryant might be an android. Rats might get replaced by an android and he'd never even know. I could be one, too. But like Rachel said, it doesn't matter anymore. And if anyone does care, then when the time comes, don't let me know. Just quietly put one in the back of my neck. Android's Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick. Rick Deckard was played by James Purefoy. Rachel Rosen was Jessica Rain. Harry Bryant, Nikki Henson. And Phil Retz was Stephen Hartley. Luba Luft was played by Heather Craney. Roy Batty, Danny Sapani. J.R. Isidore, Stuart McLaughlin. And other parts are played by Clive Hayward, Jamie Barbacoff, and Wilf Scolding. Do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep was adapted by Jonathan Holloway. Sound design was by Caleb Knightley. 
and the director was Sasha Yevtashenko. <laughs>